much, pastors, for taking me into your family years ago and loving me and getting me to a healthy place. And that's the only reason that I could be a part of the family and welcome others in is because I was shown that love early on. So thank you, pastors. Thank you, church family, for loving me and growing together. Man, life is a journey. I have learned that. Life is a journey. And there are, there are some really fun, exciting things that we get to experience and learn about ourselves. Um, I think one of those things for me has been, hopefully for a lot of you, has been learning the things that we were created for, the things that we were made to do, those things that we'll experience through friendships or through jobs or through church opportunities or through a million different ways. We get a taste of it and we're like, <gasps> I'm good at this? Yes! And you just, it, you, it thrills you. It's exciting. And you, you naturally just want to follow, follow that feeling, follow that, that guiding. You, it's like you are wired to do those things. And, and it's because they're God-given passions. And when it's, it's, it, it talks, Pastor Don talks about your belly button buzzing. That's what it is. <gasps> I love doing this. Why do I love this? Oh my gosh, but I love it. So you naturally just find yourself doing it more and more in every opportunity and every, you just, it's just, it just, it's who you are and it's exciting. And, uh, no one has to tell you to do it. Hey, listen, you're good at this. You should probably do this. No one has to talk you through it. You may have, your, may have, your eyes may have to be opened um, to say, yes, you are good at this, but then once you feel it, you know, you okay, I'm, I'm doing this. And so that, that's been amazing. Um, but I don't know about for y'all, but sometimes pursuing my passions doesn't produce the same feelings, um, as, as pursuing my relationship with God. Now my passions are God given, but pursuing God isn't always the same thing. It's not always, yes, I'm doing this. It's, it's hard. Sometimes it's just hard. And it may be confusing or complicated. And that's okay. You are not alone. If it's super easy for you, that's amazing. <laughs> Teach me. Teach me. But it's not, it, it's not always easy. And what I have found is that because pursuing the passions, the God-given, godly passions are so fun and fulfilling, I let those things substitute for my relationship with God. I would think, I'm loving people. I'm, I'm serving. I'm doing these things. And they make me feel good. They make me feel close to God. But I wasn't pursuing my relationship with God. I was letting that be enough. And it just wasn't enough. It'll take you so far, but then you turn around, you're like, wait a minute, he's back there. So I, I have come into a season of my life where I've gotten opportunities to do the things I love and was created for in every area of my life. And that's a beautiful thing. That's an incredible opportunity. I get to do this. What a gift. But in the midst of all that excitement, I felt God asking me, don't forget about me. Oh my gosh. I just, it's like I didn't realize. I didn't realize that I had forgot him back there. My, my passions took me here, but he was back there. So immediately I said, okay, I have to change this. I have to fix this. Lord, how do I fix this? 
He showed me a scripture. Revelation 2, 2 through 4. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you can't tolerate wicked people, that you've tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and have found them false. You have persevered, have endured hardships for my name, and have not grown weary. Yet, I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Forsake that first love. The church of Ephesus forsake their first love. They kept going with the things that were, yes, we're doing this. We're persevering. But they forgot to also pursue God. So I said, okay, Lord, how do we do this? So first I had to come up with a strategy because the hard things in life you have to have a strategy for, right? So I sat down with with a friend of mine and we came up with a strategy and uh, start simple, guys. Just start simple. Don't, Don't just jump in two hours a day scripture reading. Don't, don't, for yourself, don't do that. So y'all, I started with five minutes of journaling a day, five minutes of reading my Bible a day. I'm going to do this every day. I'm going to be consistent, Lord. It may not be easy, but I will be consistent. So start with a strategy and start small. Don't, don't play that shame game. Oh, I should be farther along. I should be, I should know this stuff by now. I should have this down by now. Don't play that game. It will paralyze you. Just let that go. We're all in the same boat. We're all going the same way. Let it go. So get your strategy. Okay, I'm doing my strategy. Well, a strategy without accountability, it's just dreaming. It's not getting you anywhere. If you're trying to do this alone, stop. You're not made to do this alone. So if, if you're not in community and if you don't have people that can keep you accountable, start there. Get accountability. Find friends that are going the same way that can take you there with them on bad days and on good days, okay? Get accountability. Tell somebody. Tell somebody where you're going. Tell them to keep you accountable. They will, and it will help you. And it is a discipline, but it is not punishment. I used to think discipline was punishment. You mean I have to do this every day to get closer to you? It, I just, it would get so mad, I'd get so frustrated. But it was never meant for punishment. It was meant to train yourself to do the things and take the emotion out of it so that you do the things every day. Be consistent. So get your strategy, get your accountability. And I promise you that will help you because it's helped me. <laughs> and the beautiful thing is that God is not asking us to pursue Him only. Choose me instead of your passions. That's not it. He says, pursue me and we'll pursue your passions together. Let's do it together. He wants to physically take your hand and walk with you because he loves you. He put your passions in you to fulfill your purpose. So he's going the same way. You just got to take him with you. It's like in a marriage. If spouses don't pursue each other first, they focus all their love and attention on their babies which is a normal thing. It happens a lot. But if you forget to pursue this, you can only do this half-hearted. You got to pursue your spouse and together with your spouse, focus and love on your babies. And that is, that is abundance. That is where, that is where the magic happens. That's the family that everybody wants to be a part of because it's healthy and it's abundant. So, Whatever you got to do, start small. Ask God what your strategy is to get back to that first love. Because it may feel like a discipline for a minute. But eventually, it won't be a discipline. It will be a joy. 
you will know, you will see where you're going. You'll see where he's taking you. And, and you won't even remember the days of having to, okay, discipline yourself. Let's pray. Thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you for your love and for reminding us to come back to that love we had for you in the beginning. I pray that you would remind us of that first love that we had for you. That you would take us back to the days of of feeling on fire for you and wanting to spend time with you. Take us back there. And God, whatever strategy is necessary, show us that very next step of what you want us to do. Show us who you want us to walk with. Who can keep us accountable. We trust you. We are. We want to walk and grow together with other people. But we want to focus on you. Help us to focus on you. Thank you for your love, Jesus. Amen.